The Cryptonaut Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Visit cryptidcrate.com and enter our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, at checkout to get 10% off the entire life of your Cryptid Crate subscription. The holidays are just around the corner, and if you're going to get stuck and you don't know what to get someone for a gift, this is the perfect gift to get somebody because it's not a one-time gift. They get it throughout the year. It's a monthly subscription box. You get someone this, boom, they're getting presents. 12 months out of the year after that. I'm not sure how the renewal process works, but I'm sure you can get those logistics at uh, cryptidcrate.com. So that's a great, you know, that's a perfect uh, present idea for the holiday season. So be sure to use our promo code GRAMPUS. That's G-R-A-M-P-U-S and save yourself 10% off the entire life of the Cryptid Crate subscription. And that's uh, that's going to brighten everybody's holiday right there, I think, is that every month you're getting a super cool Cryptid Crate in the mail. That's just going to be pretty awesome. So we're going to continue on with the holiday push because obviously that's what we do in the intro. Uh, T Public, be sure to check out our T Public shop. The link for that is in the description of this podcast. There's going to be some Black Friday sales coming up, and I think they're a couple days long. So keep your eye on the social medias for that. We will uh, we will post it there when the sales go up. Uh, also to Big Cartel, the link for that will also be in the description of this podcast. We have a couple of the. Uh, stickers and magnets and uh, buttons, that promo package. We have a couple of those left, so you should grab some of those as well. Might not be a bad idea for a stocking stuffer, just saying. Someone opens their stocking and they're like, oh, look, I got all these sweet stickers and pins. And then, you know, joy joy happens and Yuletide is, you know, shed, if that's how Yuletide works. So, all right, cool. There's all that. Um, oh, uh, Instagram, we are, we have an Instagram merch highlight in our story section. So if you want to be featured in that, just, uh, do an Instagram story with your Kryptonaut merch and, um, mention us in the story. I forget our Instagram name. I think it's like at Kryptonaut pod or Kryptonaut podcast or something like that. But if you follow us on Instagram, you know, we're easy to find. So do a story, add us, we'll add it to our story. We'll put it in the highlight reel. And then we're kind of having a whole highlight of people with the merch. So, so it's cool. It's great great to show the guys that, and obviously other listeners like to check it out, so it's cool. So, uh, so yeah, do that up. Um, I'm almost in under two minutes. I think I'm going at like 2.30 or 2. Looks like it says 2.28 there on the counter, so I was wrong. But, uh, yes, yeah, so without further ado, Christopher Q, that creepy music. Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... I'm Chris Carnesali. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us. As always, we say this every episode, and we're going to keep saying it. Follow us on the social medias. Please. Twitters, Socials. Instagrams, Facebooks. We're there. We're hanging out. We're talking. Come say hi. Ratings and reviews are very important for this show, so be sure to rate us on the Apple Podcast apps. Indeed. Ooh. Apple Podcast is the same as iTunes. But... But we are pushing Apple Podcast in case Apple Podcast checks this pod out and wants to feature us. We have to refer to them only as 
Apple Podcast app. The man has got us by the sack. It's okay. Well, what it's are you going to do? It's a good sack to be had. Does that make sense? I'm sure enough. Okay, good. Perfect. Cool. So give us ratings and reviews. We appreciate it. Also, to Stitcher Radio and Facebook, we appreciate hearing from you guys from there as well. Uh, before we get started with this week, we had a great mail day. We got tons of mail. Tons really? and tons of mail. That's fucking awesome. This is super dope. So, real quick, Matt Drew, thank you so much. We got the Beard and Mustache Club mm. of North Carolina. Yeah, they're sweet. They were fucking so beautiful. All of us I got, love that design. All of us got dope shirts. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, we can all wear them together. And even the fat guy shirt. I was so grateful, man. I know it takes an extra measure to go that Dude. far with the X's and bless your heart, Matt Drew. It's dope. So, uh, moving on here. Uh, I was going to actually mention this a couple weeks ago, and it totally slipped my mind because Instagram is super busy, but... Hunter Cole with the crypto dance. I showed you guys oh. that video. Oh, Jesus Christ. How is that dude even not a skeleton? He is a skeleton like, on ball joint. The way his yeah. legs were moving, I'm like, damn, it dude. It was like, like river dance meets a fucking grand mal seizure. Dude, it's it, it's like uh it's like it's like river yeah, it's like it, it's like a combination of river dance and just youthful energy. That we haven't possessed since probably 1993. I'm not entirely I sure. I don't know I, I ever, ever possessed yeah, it. No, <laughs> I didn't. I think I saw it from a distance when I was 19 once, and then I turned around and went the other way. It's admirable. Plus, it he had a sweet-ass Mothman shirt he on. He did, Like yeah. the traditional, I think it's an eyewitness sketch, or at least one that was done at the time. So yeah. that was pretty dope. But the, I got to tell you, that dance was fucking awesome. Yeah, Thank was, you, Hunter Cole. That dance is fucking sweet. And also, too, uh, Anna Arnold, she sent us the uh, cryptic comic. Um, she. I will put the link to that. Like, actually, I'll put the link to every to her um, where you can get it. I believe it's through her Instagram. I didn't bring it actually, but I read it. I thought it was super dope. It's like a kids comic book. Right. It's super cool. The print quality on it too is really is really impressive. I was super impressed with it. I can't so, wait to check it out. So thank you, Anna. That was awesome. Uh, and I got actually, which is kind of dope because I order stuff all the time. Is Clarissa Wilcox sent me the Dump Cat print. Mm, yeah. Oh, and it's a is, true print, it's right? A, it's a real print. Yeah, it is bomb. It looks so dope. I gotta say just. The shit I've seen online of it, 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 like I say, it fills me with joy and envy. I always say this as an artist. I'm always, I always measure what I like by how much I'm pissed I didn't do it. Yeah. And she gets pretty high on that scale. But the fanboy in me is completely delighting. I've, it. Oh, yeah. seen, I've seen some of our listeners re- request that as a shirt. So by all means, go ahead and make a shirt of it. Like yeah. do it. Like do it up. Like I'll buy one. I'll sure. buy a hoodie. We can support the rocket as a fan art that is extraordinary, or not even so extraordinary. There's a good chance we're going to fucking support it because, in the end, we're fans of shit as much as we're glad that you like our shit. Like all the awesome stuff that like our listeners send us. First of all, is 100 percent appreciate. We love it, but it's always also dope. Yeah, it's the dope. We're probably going to go there in a second. That goddamn Katami octopoid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, drawn by. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Yeah, hold on a second. I got him right here. All I'm saying is this drawing was this beautiful sketchbook drawing, full color. It looked like marker and it had all the lesions and the skin pigmentation a really cool face and this beautiful blue electricity undulating around it which blew my fucking mind i was so impressed with this and again i hate you a little bit name. bong bong water ben bong water ben bong how can water i ben. Yeah. your name sir <laughs> yeah it, it looks like the japanese like what they call like the chibi the chibi version yeah, it does yeah. Look like chibi yeah. version that's i think part of why i love it it's the eyes and the electricity that really yeah. make it for it me and yeah, that pool of red cool. shadow around its feet is a great Stability giver. Yeah, like I give full dope. props to Bong Water for this. Well, well done, Ben. Uh, also, well, to Bong Ben, <laughs> Bong Bong Ben. So, also to this week, I received the uh, 3D printed space penguin, and we have one sitting right there. Of Tuscumbia. Of Tuscumbia. Oh, right, one next right to Baby Metal. That was from uh, I really love Pixels. He's on Instagram. He does 3D printing of stuff. He also sent me this really dope Bloody Yeti. 
which is super cool. So, and of course, my okay, kid, yeah. my, my, my son claimed it. So, Charlie has well, a super yeah. cool bloody Yeti. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so thank you all very much. Uh, we appreciate the support. We appreciate okay, all the yeah. gifts and, and, and totally. whatnot. Totally appreciate it. Love it. So, uh, this week, we're going to be getting down to uh, the story here. This is kind of fun. And this comes to us, actually, from a good buddy of ours, longtime listener of the podcast, Tom G. Across the Pond. Indeed. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Bridgeton, Magonia. Tom, what up, my dude? This came early, too. Like he sent us he this sent a you while ago. This PDF yeah. from um, the Bufora Journal mm-hmm. that stands for, and I'll mention this in the story, the British UFO Research Association. I might be getting it wrong now, but I'll, when I read it, it'll be right. And and this PDF had this brilliant article, which you of course forwarded to me. Yep. And so it's taken us this long to finally get to it, but I have been enthralled with this case from the moment I read about it almost a year ago. Yeah, Tom has sent us so much awesome stuff. That we just have an entire he, backlog. He definitely so. has an eye for the weird. He and does. fits yeah. in perfect. He's an extended team member. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom, whether you know it or He's not, in, You're buddy, in the field. You're, you're probably busy stuff. With, like, doing real shit with your life, like college and whatnot. Sure. But, but listen, welcome to Team Kryptonaut. Absolutely. You're our European connection, so good luck over there. We're, and, like, uh, we're like Buckaroo <laughs> yeah. Bonsai and his crew, <laughs> and then they have the extended group that are called the Blue Blazers. Yes, yeah. I'm digging yeah. deep oh, into Jesus sci-fi Christ. again. That is, Blue that Blazer is. regulars. That's yeah. what they're called. Oh, yeah. Chris per- and I watched it not that long Tommy. ago. Yeah, perfect Tommy. There well, he go. was part of the regular team. Yeah, he was. What was it? It was Buckaroo Bonsai and what, the Hong Kong Cavaliers. Oh, God, yes. yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So that's us, but everyone that's extended is a is a fucking Blue Blazer regular, and totally. thank you all so fucking much, there especially you, Tom G, because you sent this shit, and it blew my tits off, and I'm very happy to fucking be dealing with it right now. We were talking about Sam, the Sandown Ghost Clown. That just rolls oh, off the tongue, geez. doesn't it? Here we go, Ghost Clown. All right, getting started with, in the spring of 1973, two children had a run-in with an inexplicable clown-like entity that eerily beckoned to them from beneath a bridge and managed to lead them into what some have speculated was an alternate dimension. Indeed. Ooh, interdimensional. Mm. What do you think? It's a possibility. Let's hear it, Bobby. Let's do what we often do. And set the geography first so we understand the place. Once you know the place, you can get into the weird. In the southeast region of England, located in the English Channel, about two miles off the coast of Hampshire, is the Isle of Wight. We're all, of course, familiar with the Isle of Wight. Mm-hmm. It's right at the bottom of it. If England was pooping out a tiny island, and okay. I'm not dissing the Isle of Wight, su- di- suggesting it's poop. I just mean, <laughs> yeah, if England right. were a being, and it was pooping a little nugget, it okay. would be the Isle of Wight. I can't even, in my mind, figure out what England looks like. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, it's okay. It's just, okay. All right. I fair can't. enough. I can't. I'm sorry. Is there a TARDIS involved? No. Okay, then I'm not nope. sure what it is. Sorry. This tourist destination is renowned for its temperate climate, pastoral beauty, and rugged coastline. On the east side, the very edge of the isle, is a coastal resort town known as Sandown. Wedged between that seaside paradise and the nearby town of Shanklin is the aptly named Shanklin and Sandown Golf Club. It would be sometime in May of 1973 when two children would have a very bizarre encounter with an intelligent and apparently non-human being on this golf course. Golf. Golf for life. At about 4 p.m. on the day in question, a seven-year-old girl named Faye was wandering around the golf course with an unnamed male friend who was approximately the same age. The duo were exploring the nooks and hills of this great expanse when they were both startled by a sound that they compared to the wail of an ambulance siren in the distance. Okay. Alarming. Yeah. Not not cool, but not necessarily horrible. Okay. 
you hope for the best, you don't know. The young children filled with both natural curiosity and the sense of invulnerability that comes before a dawning awareness of their own mortality swiftly set out to locate and identify the source of the hauntingly repetitive monotone screech. I got to give you respect for the awareness of their own mortality because you're bringing it hard. You're like, they're young. They don't know they about don't know. death yet. They no, have no idea. They're invulnerable. They're not 38 years old having an existential <laughs> crisis currently. <laughs> no, they're well, not. Well, maybe they they're are. Just, they're just young and hanging out and they're like, life is good. We I'm, are young. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Come on, join me. Well, we are forever free. young. We are forever young. These fledgling explorers pushed through the thick hedgerow and made their way to a swampy pasture which was adjacent to the oft-abandoned Sandown Airport. The moment Faye and her companion came into the clear, the intermittent shrieking ceased. Not content to forego this mystery without at least a cursory search of the area, the two intrepid investigators pressed forward looking for any sign of the thing that had made so startling a noise. As the pair crossed over a wooden footbridge that traversed a narrow creek, they experienced the shock of their young lives. Without warning, a large, three-fingered hand clad in what appeared to be a blue glove emerged from beneath the bridge and urged the youngsters to come forward. Bad scene. Right there. This uh, well, immediately, immediately red flags. Not good. Yeah. When you're seven, maybe <laughs> well, not. No, no. As an adult. When you're 38, not good. Yeah. When I'm when, at, at 46, if I'm walking over a goddamn bridge and I see a blue hand with an, an, just an inordinately short number of fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody saying, wants that. Come here, Rob. I'll be like. Eat dicks. <laughs> Eat dicks and choke on your own evil. I'm out. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> but these are kids and they don't know better. And it was an innocent time. It was 73. Who the fuck knew? I okay. know. Three fingers meant safety back then. Yeah, surely. Did, did it really, though? Well, the blue glove said yeah. in England it did. And happiness. Uh, in England. There's, there's books about it. <laughs> oh, okay, good. good. There, there's a club. There's a club. Yeah. The three, Check the your people. local library. Yeah, there you go. The kids, seemingly more curious than they were concerned, did not run away, but stared in astonishment as an utterly unbelievable humanoid figure arose from beneath the bridge. Oh, this is pure bravery of youth. Yeah. Oh, God bless. The first publicized description of this unique entity was circulated in the British UFO Research Association's mm. journal, Volume 6, Number 5, January, February 1978. That's the full bibliography. Okay. In an article by Norman Oliver titled, Report Extra! Exclamation point. Ghost or Spaceman 73? Question mark. Okay, questionable editorial headline, but... Yeah, but you know, you know we, what? We can't question it. It's just what's handed down to us from history. Okay, cool. See? I There's agree. Bucks. I wouldn't have yeah. written it that way, but... <laughs> I told you the bugs. I mean... In it, Oliver <laughs> reported what the children had claimed to have seen emerging from under the old wood bridge. And this is the quote directly from the article. He was nearly seven feet tall and had no neck. For his head appeared to be wedged straight into his shoulders. He wore a yellow pointed hat which interlocked with the red collar of a tattered green tunic. A round black knob was affixed to the top of the hat, and wooden antennae were attached to either side. Now, wooden. I think we all know. Whoa. In Earth, we, we think we are fancy with our metals and silicon. When you go to like more advanced species, it's only elm and sometimes oak if you're in a pinch. I guess right. so. Yeah, I mean, better. Wooden antennae are literally. The height of maximum technology. I've heard what, the that... greatest conductor. <laughs> yeah, wood, wood. <laughs> oh, oh no. shit! I know we're laughing. I, what that's, are we a, really that's a dad joke right there. Like, oh yeah, I got the best conductor. Wood. It's great. Wood. It's good. Good for Jesus. I mean, it's 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 bizarre. And these wooden antennae, as I mentioned before, okay. but I'm going to state again, were attached to either side okay. of the head. All right. The face had triangular markings for eyes a brown square of a nose, and motionless yellow lips. Other round markings were on its paper-white cheeks, 
I'm going to say that it looked like little red rouged eyes. Okay, right, right. Well, actually, the drawing isn't in color, so I'm assuming red, but it had circular uh, yeah. dots where the cheeks would be. Ah, oh, tears of a clown. Yeah, no doubt. <sighs> These round markings were on its paperweight cheeks, and a fringe of red hair fell onto his forehead. Wooden slats protruded from his sleeves and from below his white trousers. Wooden what fucking is slats. Up with wood? What does that mean, wooden slats? Well, first off, we know they're a great conductor. So uh, let's just clearly table uh, that for now. Good for electricity. Secondly, uh, is he like a fucking puppet? Does his suit need to be made stiff by something that appears almost, to be wood? It almost sounds like a marionette or something. It sure as fuck like, does. Yeah. A horrible seven foot tall semi clown marionette. Okay. Perfect. Perfect uh, for just a sunny May afternoon. Yeah. Seven foot. Seven foot. All Almost right. seven foot, I should say. All right. <sighs> the Knicks uh, could use him, I think, this year. The anyway. children also noticed, no doubt, that the entity had <laughs> only three white toes on its apparently bare feet. That's right, boys and girls. It's a scummy, barefoot, robo-puppet well, clown yeah. from hell. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs shoes? Oh, yeah, God. You know, why would you need shoes? Well, when you're already wooden, I mean, what's the point of even... Was he, That's is he going to be ironic saying. and wear fucking clogs? Like, yeah. Oh, I got wooden shoes, and I'm wood. Oh. Hey, I'm be. Like, who's going to do that? Well, in all I fairness, mean, we, don't, I, we don't know he's entirely made out of wood. We don't, we don't know if this okay, is like right. ultra Pinocchio yet. Oh, he just has wooden slats Pinocchio. in his clothes and apparently bare feet. And okay. a rigid, weird face that looks like a shitty yeah. mid-1700s puppet. Okay. The best. At this moment, of what may well have been the first contact between the human race and a being of unknown origin, the creature did something uncannily clownish. He began fumbling a book that he had been holding, dropping it into the water below. Faye and her cohort watched this erratic, clown-like being as it almost comically splashed around in the creek in an attempt to retrieve the book. After he salvaged his tome, the entity leapt out of the water and moved away from the children, employing a high-kneed hopping gait, not unlike that of an astronaut moving about on the lunar surface. Case over. Oh, what do you think? So just like, Psych, do, do, I'm do, fucking do, with do, you. Do, just do, beginning. Do, 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 just, yeah, no, he's, it's like, so it's like, the seven foot tall thing and it's jumping knees, knees high, simultaneous. Okay. Yeah. And then landing and then hopping again in the same fashion. Oh, As if I have so to say, creepy. Earth's gravity has not the same effect on it or that it's being controlled by invisible strings as a marionette might be. Okay. Uh, well. Maybe the good Lord put this puppet down to teach a kids a lesson. I don't know. <sighs> Maybe. It could be. All I know is that this huge fucking thing hopped in the most awkwardly, f- awkward fashion possible. Yeah. And 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 got away. Okay. Why he got a? Okay. Never mind. Within moments, the being disappeared inside what looked to the school children to be a small windowless metallic hut, comparable to those used in construction sites. The perplexed kids simply stared at the structure for a bit, then decided it was time to leave. I mean, they may have wanted to make that call earlier. Well, they're, but they're kids. You got to find out what. what you no, Hoppy the Clown deserves at least a second glance. This is how you end up. We would that. run because we know about, like I say, our own mortality, right. how fragile it is. Existential. But when yeah. you're young and just fucking around yeah. on the golf course and you just see Super Clown. And this is, what, 13 years before it was published? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I don't think the inherent fear of clowns that is in abundance today existed back in the early yeah, 70s. Yeah, no, no, no. They were still kind of endearing, and Bozo the Clown was still on TV, and all that bullshit that kids seemed to like. Right. So it wasn't a complete fucking horror show yet. Before they were all ruined like us? Yeah. Well, okay. We're all done with clowns. I, I, I feel bad for a professional clown that was like at the height of their career in 84, because yeah. they're fucking donezo now. I hope they're ready for retirement after said 34 years, because... Yeah. 
if you were a young clown getting into the biz back then, the light, the world seemed gold. You were always going to have a circus to go to. Now they're closing those fuckers down left and right for animal abuse and good, yeah. good riddance, right, I say. Rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully I, so. I have no nostalgia for a circus. No. An OG circus. No, but I do remember either. laughing at clowns when I was a kid. Really? I, yeah, I never did. No, I mean, their no, antics. I, in the, I mean, I was, again, just fucking a kid in the 70s and 80s, very little in the 70s, and just seeing them tumble around and doing doofy shit, it didn't terrify me. No. I just found it mildly amusing, like it a was, Three Stooges short or something. I didn't give fucks. It was a more innocent time. Yeah, truly. I was born in the 80s and raised in the 90s. In the streets. <laughs> in the streets. In the dumpsters of America. In the dumpsters of America. I lived in a dumpster for four hours. <laughs> All right, it's a long story. When the kids <laughs> were about 150 feet away from the structure, about, give or take, the entity reemerged, this time holding a device which resembled a black-knobbed microphone with a white flex attached to a small box that apparently served as an amplifier. Now, can anyone tell me what a flex is? Because I, I didn't spend much time researching it. Is this it. like Maybe an old five. school... Like... In some British eBay things, they said, you know, microphones in mint condition flexes in mint condition but i'm like i don't know what this fucking flex is is it like the box that it's attached to i don't know what it, what, at this what point i want to give a shout out uh, to yeah. our listener that confirmed the existence of nikoro mountain see the katami abductors. oh yeah 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 because yeah. i i didn't find it so obviously my we need research assistance let's just be honest <laughs> obviously i'm not cutting my fucking weight here i don't even know if that analogy is right so anyway I'm not sure what the fucking white flex is, but it's a microphone attached to a small box, which okay. looked like in the illustration that it had a speaker on it and a small light. So probably what it is is like a little amplifier. Yeah. That's what I assume. Like, like a little amp, yeah. Absolutely. This is how Oliver described it, the okay. same Oliver that wrote the article. The wailing noise immediately returned, this time being so loud that the boy was scared and began to run away. Not a lot of props for boys here. Face stood her ground. That's right. She's tough as nails. That's Did right. the sound come from the box? Apparently. It's not specifically okay. designated. Right. Faye turned around. I'm sorry. Faye turned and was about to follow her friend when the screeching sound faded. The mechanized clown began to speak into the microphone. Oh, the no. pair would later claim that they heard his voice with perfect clarity as it asked them a seemingly obvious question, which was, are you still here? Well, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, they're there. <laughs> yeah, You're I, looking at him. You're talking like, to him. Maybe he has a different idea of like so spatial weird. geography. Yeah. And if you're far enough away, you might not really exist anymore. Is this a part of his clown bit? Like, is he trying to be funny? <laughs> he pulls out an amplifier with a mic like, is this thing on? Yeah. Are you still here? Yes. <laughs> it's exactly right. Are you standing right there? Are you still here? Are you still here? You sure? All right. Hold on a second. Are you still here? Yeah. No <laughs> shit. All right. We get it. The boy stopped running at this point, and he and Faye came to the conclusion that this clown-like creature's voice had a friendly, non-threatening tone. Again, okay. for our dear listeners, mm. and all of, all, of, all of you probably know this, and if you're very young, maybe you don't, but if you're very young, you shouldn't be listening to this, a uh, friendly, non-threatening tone is not an indication of safety. No, not at all. That might be an not indication of even more peril. I'm sure John Wayne Gacy had the voice of an angel. Oh, Guess God, what? yes. Terrible. Stranger danger. Terrible monster. Well, what's interesting, I don't know if they say it in the article, but this, this clown speaking an accent? They didn't indicate oh, an accent yeah, at all. Oh, yeah, if it did, they, yeah. They said it's, well, they do say how it speak, which I'll get to in a minute, right. but they did not say it wasn't an accent of any sort. Okay. Interesting. Once again, the kids' curiosity usurped their better judgment, and they started back towards the entity. Again, another bad call, but we'll leave it. <laughs> at this point, the creature raised his presumably still moist book, opened it, and in a large childish scrawl wrote a message. The boy was wary, but Faye cautiously approached the clown creature, looking into the book. As the chaotic sequence of words was in no conventional order, Faye read each one 
as the being pointed to it. The message, as he was pointing to random you, you, words, right, right, right. read, hello, and I am all colors, Sam. Um, so maybe he wasn't the best at Sam. This, this isn't good. Th this is something we could probably spend hours rearranging. Yeah, 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 not the implication is I think its name is Sam. It's right. saying hello, and he is indeed all fucking colors. Respect. Okay. Yeah. No. All, all right. I mean, Sam. respect to him in, in, in all of his colors, but weird. Okay. Yeah, it is fucking weird. Seeing as Faye had not been harmed by the unusual visitor, the boy gained the pluck to join her next to the looming figure. So he lets the he lets his his, his little friend who's a girl is really going up there and he's like, all right, if, if she gets eaten, I'm fucking out. I'm done. But he did come back. All right. Well, I'm I'm yeah. saying Faye gets all the points here. Oh, she gets mad points. Yeah. No, she had courage. Glory. Faye's standing up. Wisdom, no, but she's seven. Yeah. So yeah. who the fuck cares? She's got bravery. But courage, maximum. Totally. Yeah. We're all Max we're all, courage, we're all Faye. team Faye in this one. That's I right, think. Faye. Wherever you are today, good, yeah. good I hope job. She's alive, and, well, and not dealing with fucking puppet ghost clown. Good monsters. job and make better choices, but yeah, well, regardless, bravery. Yeah, good. teach your kids not to do what yeah, you did. Good on you. The children then learned that the creature Sam, all color Sam, yeah. <laughs> was able to talk without the aid of a microphone. The kids were fascinated by the being's ability to speak without moving its lips. Faye would state that even though the thing was able to speak perfect English, the sounds it made were distorted, rather like an individual who was incapable of opening their mouth properly. Like, <laughs> a little mumbly, I guess. And I got kind of like this. Well, if you freeze your lips. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know why I'm doing that. Well, your mouth was open. It was. That's true. So if you're talking like this, you're currently your mouth. It, no, it's still open. Absolutely done with this experiment. experiments with oh. Mark have failed. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point, the children began to feel comfortable enough to start asking questions. Caught on appearances, as kids often are, the duo asked the being why his clothes were all torn. And at this point, I'm just going to say, for the record, I'm going to call him him his. Yeah, I'm going right. to use the pronoun, the male pronoun, just for convenience. Simple, yeah, there is no gender specification, but. I wrote it a bunch of times in the original incarnation of this article, and it got real awkward. I mean, maybe it's just me, but as a seven-year-old, the first thing I would ask this guy is, what the fuck are you? You're a seven-foot-tall fucking clown made out of wood. They well, get, you just think it's a clown. They're going to get to deeper questions. They're okay. just worried about the state of his dress Maybe I was a more advanced seven-year-old. Maybe you're just no, a douche. you weren't. That's true. I probably was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, know, you know what, though? I was a shitty kid, so you're right. You're a wonderful man, though. But I was a terrible kid. Fair enough. Questionable man. Maybe that's what it takes to <laughs> yeah. make a good yeah. man. We're all, we're all questionable man. We're all questionable you know? man. That's fair. We're fairly decent at our core. Men of, men of question and questionality. Is that a word? I would say questionable <laughs> integrity maybe, but yeah, questionality yeah. is questionality. a fine questionality. word. If you, say it, if you say it with enough confidence, it yeah. is always a word. Every word was made up at one point, so just go for it. All right. Let's get back to this fucking robot thing. Let's do this. Or whatever it is. Super clown, ghost, whatever. Fucking wood demon. <laughs> you know, it might be. Could Keep be. it on the table. All right. Never take Wood Demon yeah, off the table. Take the devil off the fucking table. No. All right. So I'm going to restart. Caught on appearances, as kids often are, the duo asked the being why his clothes were all torn. Sam replied that they were the only clothes that he had available, which is sort of vague and weird. That is weird. Faye, fixated on the humanoid's strangely immobile features and paper white skin, mustered the courage to ask Sam if he was human. That's your question, Mark. Okay. His reply was simply no. Nice. Are you human? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Done. Cross that off. First of all, they're fucking 
Commander Obvious. Yeah. Clearly, he's a seven foot tall fucking wooden clown. Not giving Faye shit. Respect to Faye. No, she's asking the hard questions. Yeah, but, I bet you she's a fucking like wartime reporter now, a probably. journalist that gets in the yeah. womb of evil and frets so just out imagine the story. Oh, maybe you're this girl and you ask this seven foot tall wooden clown, like, "Are you human?" And the clown's just like, "No, no." You're like, "Okay, well, um, yeah, moving on." Yeah, suck it. Yeah. Anxious about his status as a paranormal entity, they then asked Sam if he was a ghost. The strange being replied, "Well, not really." But I am in an odd sort of way. Oh, God. Which is, is some crazy Bowie fucking Is this weird David Bowie? Yeah, is this Ziggy Stardust? Is it? Is this, is this, is this, is this all, one of his performance pieces? It sure seems it. Oh, Just it, all the cocaine anybody. in England. Well, not really. But I am in an odd sort of way. Oh, this, that is so enigmatic. That is so disturbingly <laughs> fuck does fucking. Mean, are though? you a fucking sphinx? What are you doing? Just tell me what you are. Are Close you a ghost or not? Are yeah. you a dead human being that got reincarnated as this fuck all, or are you yeah. something from somewhere else? What? Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, is your metal shed a fucking secret spaceship? Is it an interdimensional portal? Is it just a fucking metal shed? Who are you, dude? Yeah, what's your deal? I yeah. figure he's not going to explain that to a seven year old. He's not going to understand that kind no. of stuff. Probably well, not. you know, um, <laughs> sit <Yeah>. down, children. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you the tale of It sad. began three centuries ago. Oh, no, three centuries ago? Jesus. My grandfather. No. <laughs> it really it demands another folk song. It really does. <laughs> oh, it's got yeah. three fingers and a heart of gold, a pointy head, and a microphone in Sam. <laughs> no, did you just come up with that? Yeah, yeah, of course did I really? Yeah, I'm writing shit. songs in my spare time. <laughs> Yeah, of course. I, 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 yeah. Are you gonna make well, me get a fiddle on the ready so we can? Why aren't you? Why aren't you like a, like in a bar somewhere like singing songs like that with like a, a like if a I was raised in the right like... in the right place in America, I probably would be. All right, but upstate New York means I'm here with my buddies. All right, drinking we can start and a jug band monsters. if you want. Oh, you could. You I could probably band, do yeah. a washboard. I was given a washboard to play once in a great. Uh, Hispanic roundabout. I'll tell you guys about this story sometime, but I got adopted by this Hispanic family when I moved to Ohio for a while. They fed me greatly. They taught me words and they let me play in their literally all male only wrap around super jug band where everyone really? had an instrument. But they I did, did not know they about They gave this. me a washboard, really? which I couldn't play, but they let me phonetically sing the songs oh, I couldn't so understand. Nice. They took pity they on you. They were so nice. And oh. I remember the guy that brought me in, his name was Roosevelt, <laughs> and he was the best. They really did. They <laughs> took pity on the stranger. Oh, they took pity on me. I've got huge, huge nothing but love for them. And okay, I know yeah. this probably won't make the final cut, but Whatever. I just had to give we'll them a shout it. out. We'll keep it there. Big love. All right. Big love to Roosevelt and his coming. All right, okay. here we go. So what is going on with the Sam Down Clown? Okay. Quick on their feet, the kids retorted, what are you then? Sam vaguely replied, you know. <laughs> adding, um, adding no further explanation. Oh, so God. Sam is essentially Chris at this point. Yeah, I was going to say Sam. <laughs> yeah, Sam is answering you? like Chris. Don't you know. pretend you know. that you don't know. Yeah. yeah. And then left it at that. So he says, not really, to being a ghost. When he's asked right. if he's a ghost, he says, not really. But I guess in an odd sort of way, which means that he thinks he's partially non-corporeal, maybe that he might be interdimensional. We don't know. We can't. We can't even. We're, we can only guess at his intentions for saying that. Right. But then when this like, what are you then? He comes back with that coyish shit. You know, it's kind you of know. condescending. You know. Or maybe he's like, hey, you know. Are you right? You're right. Yeah, but maybe, I can't maybe. help but hear it. Negatively. No, right, right. But, I mean, so far he, he hasn't been too. He hasn't really been a dick. He's been terrifying. Terrifying, terrifying. to anyone that can but see. But he's been like, you know. No, he hasn't been yeah. overtly aggressive, mean, no, no, or anything. he's done anything, really. Yeah. The creature then went on to explain that although he had indicated that his moniker was Sam in the book, that he had no real name. So Sam is just a numbed plume. 
Just a little thing he goes by on Is Earth. Is this going to be Tears of a Clown? I don't know. It might be. How often do you cry at clowns? <laughs> Tears of a Clown. He also claimed that oh, there were others like him on the Earth, which implies interplanetary something or other, but others like him. So there, there's probably just a patchwork of fucking hyper puppet robo clown scouts, maybe in outer Siberia. Or is he just talking about normal clowns and he's like the god of clowns? The god of clowns? You mean like <laughs> a spiritual manifestation of the, the Lord of clowns? Because you can say if you're a ghost and you're a god, you can be, well, yeah, I guess I could be because I'm kind of, I don't really live in this Unless dimension. Unless maybe and I'm he a god is. Of clowns. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get the theories later, but. He's talking about his acolytes, clowns on earth. Clowns Inc., yeah. Absolutely. Killer, oh, killer clowns from outer space. Got really Clonicus. an underrated film. Not oh, a great I film, but excellent, oh, excellent dude, clown makeup. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So and it's when so you good. kill somebody with a fucking like, Co- popcorn a piranha and, gun, and yeah. a cotton candy yeah. gun, which Fuck fucking yeah, puts you in a like yeah. a cocoon of spider wood. Totally. I got a huge sauce spot. Good, good on you, Chiodo brothers. You well done. All right. So he claimed there was others like him on Earth. Cool. And he further confessed that he was frightened of people. And scared that they might hurt him, stating that if he were attacked, he would not fight back. See, now I feel bad. So now he's the super pacifist Gandhi. Yeah. God of clowns. (laughs) Alien. A robot puppet. When you're a seven foot wooden clown amongst the violent humans, of course you're going to be like, I don't want you to hurt me. (laughs) <laughs> that's, like that. that's exactly yeah, his like voice. That. Exactly. Oh my god. But think about it, man. All right. Well, shit. And I feel like a, like a dead. <sighs> it's all right. Hey, it's terrifying. Save the judgment. All right. Can the judgment? <laughs> Try not to judge. Try not to judge. But I'm like, I kind of want to set this thing on fire, and I kind of want to give it a hug. Same then time. the being. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the being then invited the children to enter his eerie metal-sided windowless hut through a flap-like opening on the side. Okay, now I'm feeling a little bit more concerned for the see? children. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. how see, see how your feelings oscillate with yeah, this one. Yeah. The kids crawled through, followed by the creature. The hut was divided into two levels. The lower level had a bluish-green wallpaper that was covered with patterns of dials. Now I want to be clear on this. He didn't have semi-futuristic like 1960s spaceship yeah, set dials. Right. Just the wallpaper Wall- had pictures. Wallpaper had pictures of, of dials. dials. Okay. Which, of course, if you're a fucking magical deity space puppet, whatever the fuck you are, maybe you can use wallpaper dials. Maybe no rules apply. But I don't fucking know. All I know is this is what they said. It was bluish okay. green, covered with dials. Also, he had an electric heater and some basic wooden furniture. <laughs> an electric <laughs> fucking heater. And just, you know, some run-of-the-mill wooden furniture. He has electricity in his little, in his little shack? <sighs> in his metal... Two-story shack. If yeah, you, I mean, you got a power unless your electric heater is a coffee table, and you're not really using it for its yeah. said purpose. All right. Well, I mean, what, somehow he's got power. And out just there, standard but wooden furniture, nothing fancy, this nothing futuristic, wooden, yeah. no Modoc chairs this time. No, no, just, just regular run of the mill chair, maple sitting furniture. His living room sounds depressing. The upper level was not as expansive, and had a metal floor. That's the only description we get of the... Interesting. Metal floor. Yeah. Well, Weird. I mean, it's a metal hut, so I'd imagine all the floors were made of metal. So it could have, it could have actually been like a roof, and he, just, he, he, he expanded upward. Would I see it more He was as, maximizing his space. Because the kids were able to see it from below, oh, I imagine man. it more, more as a loft. I don't know this for oh, a fact, yeah, but yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. below and you see the upstairs, chances are it's a fucking loft. Right. Sam, not Sam, told them that he managed to survive by feeding on berries that he collected in the late afternoon and that he got his water from a nearby river, but he cleaned it before he consumed it. His purification process was not described. He also confided in the children the existence, but not the specific site of a secret camp located somewhere in mainland England. 
So he's got a special camp mainland. He's right. living on this island. He's eating berries. Late afternoon berries, the best berries, if you ask me. Morning berries can suck it. Late afternoon berries. That's what you want. Mm, yeah. Sweet and lovely. This kind of okay. sounds like my setup in Fallout 4, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it really sounds like it's like I have a, a, a little like base built. This kind of sounds like it. Purification of water is pretty interesting. Well, it makes sense. I mean, well, also, well I, basically most people need purified water if you're a stranger. Yeah, but it's like kind of most a, of the travels kind of I've a, taken. That's kind of a weird detail. I drink canned things because you will literally shit half your soul out you otherwise. You drink canned water? No, like I drink any soda, Red Bull, <laughs> well, beer. I drink things you know, I just didn't. I, yeah, yeah. I, I knew what he meant. Or I didn't bottled say. water if I read it's purified. Canned you water. can't just drink faucet water <laughs> no. in foreign lands. I, I've learned the hard way. Well, I mean, way. it's England. Well, like, I mean, if you oh, no. I've had water in England from the tap. Okay. It's just fine. But okay. whatever this thing is. Maybe he has a sensitive stomach. It's a possibility. Could be. That's what the heater's for, boiling his water. No one needs oh. earth parasites. That's true. That might yeah. be what it's employed for. Dude, trigonosis, dude. Cook your pork. Once inside the hut, we've already given the description, but now we're going back to once inside the hut. All right. Once inside the hut, Sam removed his hat to reveal a pair of rounded white ears and a sparse patch of brownish hair. I find that odd considering what was hanging below the hat was was red. red. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's like red, like highlights in the front and fucking a thatch of brown hair behind it. And he's got like French bulldog ears or something. Or was the red just connected to the hat? Like that's, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, oh, that's a good that, question. For some reason, that'd be even creepier. Yeah, it would be creepy. It was not really hair; it was just look like that'd hair. Be super creepy. It is not indicated specifically, but I like Chris's theory. Okay. I don't know what his ears look like besides rounded. That right. is literally the only description. Okay. That comes like out to like us. a mouse. Yeah, it could be like a fucking yeah, like, MGM cartoon Tom and Jerry dude, mouse. Like it takes off and bleh. Yeah, like French bulldogs have these giant rounded ears. There's no reason to assume they're giant. Right. Well, just yeah. saying the bulldogs ears. have these French bulldogs. Do you really want this? Because I'll give it to you. What's that? He had colossal bulldog ears. Does that oh, make it I up? love it. I'm, oh. feeding, I'm feeding this in. This is not facts. I'm just doing this because I love you, man. Thank you. You got it. I missed It was dogs. a bulldog. It was a bulldog. Thanks for oh. listening. Um, <laughs> can I hug it? Can I hug it? The next thing the creature did was truly outlandish. It was something know. the kids referred to as an act of conjuring. Oh. The British kids, so they know the big yeah, words. Here we go. Jesus. The kids testified that the creature placed a berry in his ear, his giant round bulldog ear. Okay. I added that. Then thrusted his head forward, causing the berry to disappear and reappear in one of his triangular eye sockets. After repeating the head movement, the berry reached his mouth. Oliver, the author of the article that we've got most of this information from, speculated that this unusual trick might have been a process used by a biological robot to verify the quality of and potential toxicity of the berry before he consumed it. Okay. So he had to go in his ear to analyze it. So, so on the ear, yeah. headbang. Right. In the eye, oh, yeah. headbang. Yep. In the mouth, down the hatch, I assume. Okay. All right. I mean, uh, now I don't have explanation it, for his motives or how it was done. I think Oliver's explanation that it was some bio-robot method of ascertaining how poisonous this thing was right. and how nutritious it might be is a fine piece of speculation, but yeah, it, yeah. it is just that. Yeah. But it's fucked up because it's one thing, you know, any good sleight of hand magician can put something in your ear and cough and then it's in your hand because it was still in your hand the whole time. Of course. But to bang heads and then it's in your fucking eye socket, which is weird unless you have 
hollow or you've got weird shit going inside that mask. I was thinking maybe he's like, hollow. Like yeah. if he's a pile of tentacles and just fucking weird shit that can like put it in there and put it out the eye and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We don't fucking know what's going on behind this fucking horrific wooden yeah. visage. It sounds like if it's if it's in his ear then he, and he puts it like there's obviously a hollow passage all the way to his eye. Well, the way they described the, the face, it, for me, I just saw it blank. I, it was just no, shaped. They didn't here, look yeah. describe eye. They just, I pictured a whole... Would you like bring a, up a picture of it so like a, can see? Like a jack-o'-lantern. It's just... The best thing is, I am obviously going to do my interpretation of it but there is an illustration from the before a journal of what this guy looks like and this will give you all a better taste of it and of course uh when we do put up the article you'll see my version and that version i'm saying to the listeners and we'll probably maybe put something in the i don't know description so you can just see it earlier yeah it's fucking weird it's pretty much what you imagine but kind of worse <laughs> okay it's like a nightmare marionette so whatever the fuck he was doing, I don't even, I can't even imagine. I don't know if, like I say, like Oliver said, he's testing it or if he's just trying to impress the kids with his mad magic skill set. He did this fucking crazy thing, and apparently they were amused because they didn't run away in abject horror like I would have. Yeah. Especially when something comes out of somebody's eye socket, you can suck it at that point. I am fucking Audi Kurt Gowdy. But, you know, they had a different agenda. <laughs> Kurt Gowdy. Time. Yeah. Old references. Thank Dodgers you. Thank catcher you. Kirk Gowdy. Well, it's more of a Beastie Boys reference for me. Okay, well, I'm less a Dodgers fan and more a B Boys fan. All right, but perfect. The headman said the children remained inside the creature's hut-like home for the better part of a half hour, asking Sam questions and receiving, obviously, ambiguous answers. After a while, they said goodbye, and despite Sam's only nebulous admittance to such, mm. hurried out across the golf links to tell the first person that they ran into that they had not only seen but talked to a genuine ghost. So these elementary school kids are just pretty much convinced it's a ghost. Yeah. They're yeah. not they have no reason to I guess I don't know why they even think ghost, maybe because it didn't it things that humans can't. Kinda of weird only because maybe it said it sort of I want to know like like they're like like the line of questioning that they had. I want to know what it is. I know it really infuriates me yeah. that they had a half hour of additional questions and and I guess the chronicler didn't feel that it was necessary to put down. I want everything verbatim. Yeah, you yeah. need everything. Here, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I want the meat of this conversation. I want to know where they go. Where are you from? Might have been a question they asked originally. Yeah. You know, that's something I would have asked, but we don't fucking know. Do you think it answered every question like it was, Chris? Yeah, probably. I <laughs> just, just vague. I can't guarantee it's not me. I was from about the to future. Say, I'm, not, I'm not ruling for the past. <laughs> in the future, do you don the fucking wooden clown and go back yeah. in the past and fuck up well, kids? Well, we, we wait till see it's a costume somewhere and be like, oh fuck. Yeah, I guess it's me. I guess it's me. It's like, oh, guess I gotta shit. fulfill my destiny. Will it fit uh, Rob? No. Will Mark wear it? No. God damn it, we're losing Chris. Yeah, here, you, here me, it is. You, me, me, you, you, me, me, you. Chicken, turkey, ham, chicken, turkey, ham. Yeah, threw, yeah threw, me, you, you, me. I threw you. turkey, I threw turkey. Hand. Your head, my head, my hand, your hand, my head, your hand. See? That, see, can, confirmation. Chris is the wooden, seven-foot wooden clown ghost. I buy it. Still to hoy. He's got to be still to hoy because I'm not tall. The man that the children first bumped into, likely a groundskeeper, I think. Oh, the, groundskeeper Willie. Uh, simply laughed, <laughs> assuming that their story was nothing more than a childish <laughs> tale or possibly even a prank they were trying to pull on him. This greatly upset Faye and her compatriot. Disturbed by this initial reaction, it took Faye a few weeks to confide in her father, who was oddly designated in Oliver's article as Mr. Y. Mr. Y? Mr. Y? Yamaguchi? Yeah, Yamaguchi yeah. Towers come on everybody yeah, it's Christmas really, seriously. Seriously. not really but it's Christmas it's, Christmas. it's always Christmas as soon as it gets cold it's Christmas yeah, yeah. <laughs> you me me you you me yeah. you Christmas I say Christmas year round so it doesn't matter so anyway Jesus. Mr. Y is her dad <clears throat> Faye finally told her dad about her experience 
At first, he didn't pay too much attention, but he started to be convinced due to the extraordinary level of detail that his daughter was filling him in with. So basically, her account was consistent and just full of the kinds of details, probably many more details than the actual article conveyed to us. Okay. Uh, and this eventually convinced the dad there was something up, and, and it's not just her imagination. Right. The, to us anyway, anonymous boy also supported Faye's description of the weird incident. So there's corroboration now. Okay. Unfortunately, the two workmen who were repairing a post not far from where the kids had their incident claimed to have not heard or seen a thing. So no, no sirens wailing. Uh, okay. No but, voice but, saying, but, but, but are, are do, you there? We do have two people in the area, though. Two people in the general area. Okay. Now, were they in line of sight? Right. Were they yeah, that's, 25 feet again, away or 250 yeah. yards? We just right. don't know. Okay. All right. but the, and, and then again, too, if the workmen saw this crazy giant clown thing and maybe didn't see the kids, you'd like to think if they saw the kids, they would run and try to help them. Right. But if they just saw this thing, would they be like, fuck all, I'm going to go to the pub, drink it away. I'm not going to be labeled a crack pot and fucking and be disparaged by all my friends and maybe even fired from my job for claiming to see something as outlandish as a seven foot sure. fucking puppet clown on the fairway. Okay. Cool. We don't know, but anyway, I just fair, fair it enough. was important to mention this. Soon after, Faye's father explored the area where his daughter claimed to have had the encounter. There was no trace of the metal hut, and even more improbably, no trace evidence of it having once been there. So no flat part, no, anything? no, no, no yellow just, grass where right. something can't grow. You, if, if a metal hut is somewhere, even for a few days, it's gonna, you are yeah. going to see either you the dents gonna... in the ground or the death of the grass or any number of things. Yeah. But he found no trace of that. I'm not saying that's obviously not conclusive evidence. I mean, well, but it's interesting. It's worth noting. It wasn't there. So here are some of the options. And we're going to get into these. Uh, that was proposed by Oliver and others of what this could be. So the question that we are left with is, was no name Sam an alien, an interdimensional being, a type of biological robot, a supernatural entity, <sighs> an ultra terrestrial a case of two-person mass hysteria or something even more inexplicable. And this is what we have on the table, my friends. Or our very own Christopher Carnicelli. Or Chris. Yeah. Chris but, with, they, with but, they, but, you know, Mr. Oliver would have no way of knowing Chris. Yeah, well, Chris's influence on this. two-person mass hysteria is a little... Ridiculous. Not two person yeah. mass. You don't say that's not that doesn't work. No, well, but and not to disparage the children, but as we all and know, and in all fairness, I'm going to say Oliver didn't write that. I put it that way, right? Because right, I have fun right. with words. So fun not, with I, words with Uncle yeah. Rob. <laughs> yeah, not to discount the children, but we all do know too that children are. All right, let's liars. say let's let's, let's, get the, let's get this out right out the gate. All right, out of the gate, seven year old kids are liars. Not the most. God damn it! Not always. Not the most reliable witnesses, though. I'll grant you. Not the most reliable okay. witnesses. Apt to be prone to imaginative longings and maybe storytelling, but also when put to the question very seriously and repeatedly, are not always necessarily going to look at first off, it's, if it's a game, they're going to get bored pretty quick and be like, oh, dad, I was just kidding, don't worry about it, right. and then let it be. But to repeat the same thing over and over and to be visibly upset when the first person doesn't believe you and then bring it to the dad and, and okay, consistently repeat the same story again. I don't know. We didn't hear the transcripts. We don't know what the story sounded like right from the I horse's know, mouth, proverbially. I know. That's the liar is on the table. The liar is on the table. As the father, imagination is also on the table. As a father of a seven-year-old, I can confirm the imagination and the occasional lie. If your son approached you and said, Dad, this really happened, you could be skeptical, and then just repeated the story the same way over and over again and was visibly upset if you didn't concerned, believe him. I would be concerned, yeah. Because like you're a good dad. Yeah, now, like last night when he told me that he was on YouTube and he saw this uh, trailer for a movie coming up called The Crypto Not Podcast. 
I was like, okay, buddy, we tell stories, and he was like, no, I really saw it on on YouTube. And then for a second, I was like, is someone making a movie about us? <laughs> and then I realized, no, I got got by a yeah. kid. So sure. Yeah. So, but, so kids being kids, all right, that's on the table. We're going to sure. leave that there. And we have to put it that out there, first and foremost. Just to have it there, but listen, yeah. that's not fun. That is not where the party is. <laughs> it's, it's not it's Well, not, not only is it not fun, uh, but we have two kids. Exactly. One kid gets busted in a lie, another kid, because let's be honest, the boy was not quite as courageous as Faye. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so he might be more inclined, or maybe not. Maybe he's a trusted yeah, totally. comrade that will never roll on a buddy, but he might be more inclined when he's, you know, being faced with punishment to right. say, all right, Faye, was, Faye had a story, right. and I went with it, and I'm sorry, or whatever. Yeah. But these people, well, these children, at least during the context of the story that we've been told from right. this journal, did not break story. They they thought it was the truth. Yeah. The kid yeah. corroborated what Faye said. Again, is that empirical, absolute truth? No. Well, well, right. But it, it's just a little, you have, yeah. to, you have to build a mountain out of dirt, you know, one so, step at a time. So we got ghost, we got alien, we got interdimensional being, and we're leaving Satan on the table. So let's start off with ghost. Um, not your typical uh, description of a ghost. No. But he did say, like, well, I'm not, I'm not, not a ghost. Yeah, but that, well, what's the definition of a ghost? Exactly. Well, so I, that, I, let, let's establish the definition of a ghost for our purposes and tell me if you guys disagree. Phantom? A dead human being who for some reason lingers on the earth to either serve a purpose or as sort right. of a, and, well, this one's interacting, so to right. have actions that will somehow have consequences in the real world. Okay. In this case. Can we group dead alien in there as well or no? It's a, if it's dead, it's a ghost. Okay, so, so dead, you're, dead I mean, alien. You are you are crossing the streams a dead little. Creature? Why does it have to be a dead? A dead I'm, alien. I did, aliens die probably. Right, I'm, so I'm wait, assuming. Are you kind of kind of contemplating idea of a a ship crashes back in when, whenever maybe when Neanderthals walked the earth? Dead Sam is there, but it's not really Sam. But he ended up liking the name Sam because he heard somebody named Sam on the golf course. You know, get a hole in one. <laughs> He's like, yeah, call me Sam, but I don't really have a name. And so the ghost of a dead alien lingers where it crashed some two hundred thousand years later. I wish I could have thought of that, but I have not. So that's not what you're saying. No, not at all. What are you saying? Yeah, I don't uh, think I'm just either. saying that. Okay, ghost, human, and or alien, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Or oh even my God! Our, you could have just ran with it, no, man. Or, you did not have to do this. Our definition of a ghost is actually someone who is crossing over from another dimension. That is not my definition of a ghost. Okay, that's just, not what I'm, we just but defined. But I'm saying it is what a ghost could be for our purposes. It could be, but that's not what we that's just said. Something else. Okay, that, that would okay. be an interdimensional traveler, so, okay. which is another so for our, subject. For our purposes, we are, we are going to agree with your definition, but we're going to add the caveat of possible alien ghost as well. We're sure, saying we don't think it's okay. a dead human. As I don't think it's does anybody think here it's a ghost? No, I, I don't know. Even though he did say he's like, well, I'm not really well, a ghost. Because let's, let's imagine it this way: if I feel he's just like an apparition, then, then or if maybe. he's a hologram, like if he's if okay. he's an alien or whatever at the mainland England camp that can't be you know designated, okay. and he's projecting to these kids because he doesn't actually touch the kids at no, any time. Not at all. And so, as a projection, a hologram, a you know just a non corporeal thing, he might chuckle as a sage. Adult would He's be a of any seven species. foot tall wooden clown who's playing well, with yeah. a book in a river. Oh, antiquity. Where does it? Where, where so, do you so go? I'm just saying, do you he do? might call. For, well, let's go there. He might call himself a ghost if he just isn't there at that time and is projecting himself. Maybe he know he can read the human mind and he knows the human mind says a ghost is someone who's there but not there because their body's in the ground, their soul is somewhere else, and this is some weird apparition. Unless it's Mark, then you think some of dead alien. Yeah, right. weird, weird dude, <laughs> and or human and or anything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's your definition. definition. Let's let's get back to the basics of this encounter. First off, uh, waving from under a bridge, that should be enough to terrify anybody. But they're kids. They go for it. Okay. Why a book? 
If you are, if you happen to be, and I'm not saying it is, because a lot of the indications no, the, are it is not. But the, if you happen to be right. an advanced species, it doesn't make sense. Why would you have a book? Why would you live in a hut? It doesn't, unless it's camouflage. A two-story hut. Yeah. But but what I find really interesting, and I'm just going to narrow it to this point for a second, is that he has his book. He bumbles, bumbles, falls in the yeah. water. Clumsy. I'm seeing like Harold Lloyd type. Plus shits. He, he's going up and down. He's doing the. Well, that's a, that's what his it, knees, it seemed like. And that's what I pictured. Like he fumbles with it. It falls in the. What, whatever the fuck falls in the water or whatever yeah, it falls in the creek yeah. yeah he's gotta go get it and then he's he's high stepping it everywhere like fucking Johnny Depp doing I guess it was Harold Lloyd and what the fuck was that movie but from the 90s Benny and June yeah okay. yeah. yeah totally Benny and June in it okay then he hops away and the kids are like huh that's fucked up he hopped away into this weird hut alright let's leave and then he comes out with Mr. Microphone yep and Which he's like weird. hey you there yeah <laughs> is this thing on hey so weirdly he can talk through the microphone and then yeah. apparently can talk through the fucking slat of his mouth or whatever yeah mumble right. face why does he write an odd assemblage of words in this book then point to them indicating right. that yeah, fucking yeah, i am does, all colors i don't know right. sam sense. or what whatever is, I am all, what, what am i i am all colors i don't yeah, understand what, that well, not, none of the, none of it makes. I don't understand any yeah, of it. None of it. You're 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 correct. None of it makes a fucking wooden slats. Sense. Wooden? Are you sure? Well, it uh, seems like it, well, we don't know for sure, but it's it's fucking weird. It's just all right. So yeah, hello, I am all color Sam, and yeah. and the face just doesn't move. So we don't know that the face is wood or metal or anything. We just know it's immobile with yeah. triangular eyes. I think right. a square nose, and yellow lips. And we saw but the they picture. They don't move. Yep. They don't move. They don't move. Which yeah. to me indicates simply. A mask. Right. And so right. is this some weird creature? Perhaps, again, we can go any number of ways, ultra-terrestrial, interdimensional. A lot of people talk fairy folk. Like elves has even been one of the theories that has really? been proposed. Huh. Yeah. That something comes from another your world or whatever the fuck it is, some different place, and is disguising itself as something that they think will be... Uh, like relaxing ple like to humans, pleasing. pleasing. To us, yeah. yeah. And, and but, small kids know, in the 70s, maybe a clown was it. I've also heard the explanation for aliens, too. Possibly. The aliens try to like present themselves and we're like, hey, we're normal. And then you're like, what the fuck is wrong with that yeah, guy? Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? You do not know normal. Yeah. You do not. <laughs> whatever an alien's Back to the drum board. Whatever an alien's idea of normal is, it is fucking god awful. It's a sort horror of, show. Uh, it's not terrifying implicitly. No, but something's, something's off. But it it's definitely is not foot, comforting. Seven foot tall wooden like it's wearing a mask. I feel like you didn't do your research well. Yeah, that's kind of the deal. Like, if you plan on going, if you plan on going there, there's plenty of probably pictures of what yeah. a clown should I look mean, like. There's, or or there's, there's ways to look at us as a species and be like, what makes them happy? Oh, pizza. Yeah, there you go. But here's the thing. Yeah, just a let's talk let's around, going, "Hey, <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> hey, <laughs> guys, this is me, Billy Pizza. Yeah. What's going on, dude? You're right. It would be Pizza the Hut, and it would be fucking horrible. Oh, I know, space oh, for life. But but let's think of it this way. What if they're a species that's advanced enough to either traverse dimensional bonds or maybe even come from a solar system not too far away. Right. But they're not like super duper advanced. So all they can do is go by our radio and television. There's no internet at the time. Now there's no excuse. If you want to look yeah. at Earth's broadcast, you can find out about everything in a second. But back in 73, maybe yeah. you see an episode of Bozo the Clown. You oh, see some yeah. fucking weird yeah. shit on fucking, oh, Christ, I don't yeah. even know what shows we're on at that point. And then you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. have a shed and a fucking clown outfit, and I'm going to make this work. And, <laughs> and they, they failed miserably it's, it's like at every worst, possible level. It's like the worst improv ever. Like, and go. <laughs> Terrifying. Well, what the fuck is the deal Terrifying. with a goddamn 
electric heater and some simple wooden chairs and like a fake goddamn. He's like, here's my wallpaper of dials. Here's my normal Earth home, fellow Earthlings. How are you? I'm Sam. Are you there? Like this yeah, fucking makes the wallpaper no sense. doesn't make sense well, at all. You know what so, makes a lot well, of well the microphone and the goddamn boombox doesn't make sense either. I mean, I, I'm not going to take Satan off the table because we don't we, we don't. So you do think that. demonic might be no, an option? I, I mean, I, I, there's I don't there's no telltale signs of the demon, as Chris would say. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Ultimate, as you always say, Chris, as you always you've say, never pronounced demon right in your life. Yeah, <laughs> I used Dant, to. Demon and Diamond. A Diamond. That's a my Dimon. favorite Diamond. So there's nothing really demonic about it. Although we're How talking you know, about maybe Satan being the ultimate liar and something like that. So possibly. So just confounding the kids, Satan, making them the look like liars. Liar. The ultimate liar. It doesn't yeah. seem like. Um, Satan level ambition. Yeah, not, not really. No, that's why I'm, no. I'm saying that we're not going to take it off the table. We're just going to put it on like the chair. Being grateful, which I guess takes off the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. When it's, <laughs> it's on the chair, it is de facto off the table. Okay, well, Satan, this is Mark. I'm sorry. Wow, that's good. Just that's making good. an apology to my to my dude. That's all. I'm sorry. Worst case mm. scenario. I'm so glad these kids ended up safe. Oh no, a scummy, horrible. John Wayne Gacy type in a wooden clown mask with, you know, you can have three-toed gloves pretty easily, just jam two fingers into one, talking through a Mr. Microphone, what would make your mouth sound like you couldn't move it? Yeah. A fucking a heavy mask, mask yeah. pressed against sure. it, trying to get him uh, into his brought, goddamn murder shed. You brought this to real world real quick. Yeah, but what would have stopped I'm him? I'm just saying almost, uh. and, 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 and his murder shed, he's got what, some simple wooden furniture, a second yeah. level, shitty wallpaper. No, oh, I something to, like that crossed my mind. I'm not saying mind, I think that it's it. I'm just saying we can't ignore that possibility. It wouldn't really. I mean, it, it completely is possible for someone to construct an outfit like this in, like you said. Like a, a full body clock. Yeah, it wouldn't. It, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, well, yeah, it might be it hard is. to jump like you're on the moon. Ah, Chris ah, calls it. But, and also, it's the dirt bags off the table. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, and the, also, why? I mean, they just he just kind of let him go. Keep so the dirt you, bag right, slash child murder nothing. on the table. If, if okay. it's yeah, if it's a, if a creepazoid. All right, but it's on the corner of the table, about to fall off. Because okay, fine. I wasn't I wasn't acknowledging what Chris pointed out, which is the, the defiance jump. of gravity. Right, right. That's fucking weird. Okay, it is. And seven it feet is. is pretty tall. If it actually was, and but, it was but well, but wearing stilts. Six three, wearing boots, and it's a seven year old's perspective on what seven feet is. Well, sure. And, I mean, it could have been. It could have been six at that point. Sure. Like, but but he had bare feet. Yes, he did. Technically. Oh, okay. I wonder All what right. the state to of his them. toenails were. Oh, Fungal, did he well need groomed? a petty? He might have. Or is a petty your toes? Yeah. yeah. But I just Manny yes. petty Or buddy. a Manny. Yeah. All right. I know what toes are. But his fingers, fingers were covered are. in blue gloves. Right. It's true. Sometimes, the, I shouldn't say sometimes, somehow the blue gloves creep me out. Maybe it's, it's just creepy. that Pennywise-esque image of a or, blue-gloved hand coming up oh, from yeah. the side of the bridge going, Come here, the children. Yeah, uh, but like you said, I unless wood, it is, if wood it is, chairs. <laughs> yeah, Jesus I'm Christ. Wood chairs and a space heater. I have an electric space heater. Enjoy the comfort of my windowless if, murder shed. If it is some dude wearing like an outfit like this, it really wouldn't. We could easily pull it off. It wouldn't be that hard. Not to the do. hopping part, though. The hopping part, no. Not the but... disappearing fucking hut part where we leave no evidence of said hut. Right. Yeah, and I figure if you're gonna do that, you would know more what a clown was than to do something so fucking obscure okay. as that. Okay. You know what I mean? If you yeah. were really like... Well, it's a po- we'll, we'll say this. It's always a possibility. One of the main theories that has been espoused about this uh, by people long before us, since the 70s, uh, is an interdimensional traveler. Okay. One that maybe is either from uh, some sort of advanced society, one that is from a parallel Earth, so it can just 
it's lives on our planet, but just in another dimension on the same, I guess, geographical hunk of rock and water. It's weird wooden seven-foot clowns. Who knows what they're All like? Right. I mean, anything we do might be fucking god-awful to them. Right. Fedoras might be nightmares to them. It's I mean, true. we don't know mm. what we would appear like to other creatures, I should say, and vice versa. We just don't know. So that's one of the big theories that it is interdimensional and that as an interdimensional, it might again represent something that is just an advanced. I don't know why it would be advanced because of what it displays. It displays standard 70s tech for the most part. Or one of those elven, woodland, sprites, fairies, pixies, fill in the blank that just comes from time to time into the human world. Steal some kids. Shows up. You know, gives some gold. Does what they yeah. fucking he do. Did but say, there's no agenda here at all. No. Doesn't seem to be. Nothing happens. Nothing. I mean, well, nothing actually, nothing, they nothing. do have a half an hour Q&A TED Talk with them. Yeah, but they do. No, there's no information Unfortunately, on that. I, I want all the info. But now he did say that there was others like him all over. Well, on Earth. I don't know how many. Well, but yeah. he also, he said there was a camp somewhere. He, on main landing. A camp, yep. Yeah, Whatever camp. the fuck that means. Which, if you've already got, I mean, if, is that like his condo that he's living in? This weird little hut. Is yeah, it well, welcome, it's definitely a living to space. the condo. It's got some chairs. Got the campsite down so yonder. So it must have just like, showed up like that day. Yeah, like now, nobody noticed it on the golf course earlier. Yeah, must have showed up like seriously. With, like, how if, do you? If it is a vehicle that can travel either dimensionally or <clears throat> spatially, and does not have to worry about momentum or gravity or any of the bullshit that we're enslaved right. to at our level of technology this thing could look like anything it's true it could be just any shape true. it wants to be or if, if you know if it's thick well, enough it, there, well, there could obviously be a way to hide it you know i mean it, it depending on or where it could have like a holographic sitting. design uh designed camouflage that makes it look like a metal shed when in reality it's some fucking super teched out okay so it's spaceship. it is a tardis i was gonna say it's a tardis well, we can, we can okay. never take TARDIS off the table either. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, okay. Get anywhere. <laughs> That's the case. <laughs> yeah. Tardises and elves are always on the table. Then, <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. Listen, none of us, elves. not a single one of us understands clown physics, and we have to admit that right now. I do, though, have extended mm. family that graduated clown college, and last I knew were active clowns. You're shitting me. Swear to God. You have family, extended, professional clowns? Extended. Extended as like my grandfather's. Mm cousins but like they're my age we should consult them immediately i didn't know we somebody should. too had a sister who went to clown yeah. school oh my god yeah two out of three people knowing somebody peripherally <laughs> that went to clown we school has got to be well beyond the we pale didn't of even averages know that you were in a, in, in a junk band with roosevelt so I, it was which an, actually it might was not an, be in the episode yet you might listen to the end of the episode to hear that it could be this could be a well, thing. boy i had a good time yeah, yeah. okay so yeah chris and i got clown lineage not lineage. Got blood. But... Right, so, Clown blood. So school me. What yeah. is this fucking thing and what's no its agenda? Idea. I have no idea. If it was something interdimensional, I be, because I am the de facto interdimensional guy, the problem with that, and I always put myself in this corner, I put myself in this interdimensional trap, is that then, and you guys bring this up hey, to me all the time. Don't put Kid Crypto in the corner. <laughs> crypto Kid. Is that once Man. you go there, you're kind of like anything could, could be possible. And well, sure. I guess I, I guess we have to know is what is determining or what evidence do we have to, to point that this, that this thing could be interdimensional? Because it doesn't say... It only says this, which is just... It gives us nothing to think that it is. If it's a fucking human, it says no... And then asked if it's a ghost, it says, and I'll quote again, well, not really, but I am in an odd You know, sort but that almost speaks to how occasionally I say, you know, ghosts, aliens, demons, interdimensional could all be the same thing. Sure, ultra-terrestrials. Yeah, it could all be the same thing. Honestly, I, I never... I wonder if I, this guy I, falls I, into that camp. I never team ultra-terrestrial. I've always, and, and our listeners know this, I've always had a beef with that blanket statement of, it's weird, inexplicable shit, suck right. it. Maybe they have good intentions, maybe they're just dicking with us for their own amusement. Or, we never know. But I have to say, of all the cases we've covered, this 
has the ultra terrestrial stamp on it more than anything else. Right, right. But 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 the but that, I loathe that. That same line of thought though, and 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 I again I because I do tote the idea on a the pretty regular basis. Um maybe everything is an ultra terrestrial. No. I don't want to be that guy, uh, but leave. I'm done. Yeah, oh, I'm going that's, nowhere. I feel like oh, just, it's, that's, you know what? Too this, easy. That's this, too easy. Don't I we, won't die on this hill, but I'll lose my goddamn our, our, leg on so it. So here's oh. what we do. Oh, and I like your legs. <laughs> oh, no, it's gone. So we, no, so we fucking, leg. every week we come in, we read a story and go ultra terrestrial and yeah, go home. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. No, I Don't, can't buy that. You are right, though. It is kind of a category where you're like, well, do we have to say only certain cases could be considered an ultra terrestrial? It's almost like you have to. Sure. Because we, we we do have clear-cut things where, like, okay, yes, this is a cryptid, and yes, this is an alien. Could there this be is a not po- a cryptid. No, not at all. Yeah, but no. Is, no <laughs> 100% this is, no. no not, not a cryptid at all. Is there a possibility that all these things could possibly be connected in some way, shape, or form? Yes, but... For, thin. For the thin possibility. Very thin, yes. But we can't, much like Satan, we can't take it off the table. Okay, fair enough. But what I want to say in defense of Sam, not Sam... Is that he is afraid of human beings, it's or true. at least claims to be. Right. We have to you know, yeah. just take him at his word, and states to the children that he will not fight if attacked. Now he's a seven foot semi wooden clown monstrosity. So he could easily, like, I, I think he could defend himself unless he's yeah, brutal totally. as fuck. We don't know. He's made a ball he might be, he might be bulbous and spindly and weird yeah. inside that fucking suit. Yeah, we don't, well, know. Yeah, you don't know. He's got one shitty outfit he's been making do with on Earth right. for how the fuck long, and he's like, if they try to attack me. I'm just going to take it, but I'm scared of that. That, to me, uh, indicates, if it is true, a streak of pacifism that is both admirable and not indicative of a malicious entity, whether it's supernatural, no, yeah. extraterrestrial, but or interdimensional. Do Okay, but does an ultra-terrestrial, by default, have to be malicious? No, not okay. at all. Okay. They're so, just tricksters. No, I, they have some rules for, for those. Okay. They just, I, I, I'm sorry, Chris. No, go ahead. No, just all, all I wanted to say was, one of these days, I will fucking bear down and really do the research and we'll do a def- just a, a straight fact uh okay. ultra terrestrial pod but until then i think they don't have a an intention one way or another right so they just kind of pop in and they pop out just for the fuck of it as far as well, we know. know it's kind of like how i go to walmart did you say some of them like, were, I don't need were the to be ones there, that came in to fool people and doodly dee and Doodly do and mislead mankind yeah. in the wrong direction. Absolutely, that's what you. That's what you brought no, up. No, I mean it could be oh, yeah, no, several it could times. Be, it could, like it could be, the yeah. trickster, half-human coyote gods that some Native Americans uh, allude to. To Loki, yeah, who's I, become famous or, in the sure. you know, Marvel sense, who just is here, who who are just here to fuck with us. That's to help us grow, though. I yeah, mean, I th- that's one of the theories. It's not just to put us down, but to help us learn about ourselves through paradoxical lessons that make us think in ways we don't ordinarily think. Or they literally just show up to be like let's fuck with them because why not cocksuckers yeah That's, which I, uh, I we've all done it i don't I, like I, I stated we show up just like fucked with somebody for the for this for the hell of I it meant, like slip dimensions and just fuck with uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys. Like, i haven't done that yeah <laughs> yet going, i'm going to the teddy bear dimension i'll be back i'm gonna go freak them the fuck out yeah, <laughs> see you guys no in a bit Maybe it is a case of just uh, they're just kind of showing up just to be like, let's see what kind of what we can do. Like I was saying, as I stated, mm. it is the most ultra terrestrial esque entity right. we've covered. Right. I still don't support that. I don't no, think I, it's an ultra terrestrial. I, I do not think it is two person mass hysteria right. or even a two person conspiracy to lie. But if it's interdimensional, I mean, what is it? There's nothing that. Interdimensional well, or intergalactic you know what, can almost be synonymous. You're just traversing. Yeah, but that's kind of like space. saying that, that ghosts and also terrestrials could also be synonymous. That 
they could tie together. But I will give you this. He does say that there are more of him on there are more people like him on earth. Yes. So if it was an interdimensional thing and it is something where it is a a shared area and there's just two different realities that happen to be there, I don't know if that's how science works. In the way that you guys are looking at me, I'm going to assume no. No, physics but it's allows okay. for a lot. This is Mark's physics one oh one, okay? Get into the quantum realm, buddy. So <laughs> if you are in an area and there are just happen to be two shared realities, then Okay, maybe. Yeah, what do you mean by reality? I mean, like just dimensions? Yeah, like like his whatever whatever re, whatever dimension or reality that he's living in is that could possibly be a thing. The metal shed of vortice is is this creature <laughs> or did the coming just through the vortex through something? The flap in the metal shed. No, is I'm that just a, saying is that a vortex to another dimension? And this thing came out and is on <clears> Earth <throat> one, which I'm going to be arrogant enough to call us. We're on, he's on Earth One looking around. He sees some kids. He fucks around with his book. Right. He runs in to get the microphone because he's not sure if they can hear him because he doesn't know how it works. Comes back, are you there? Because he's not sure how to you know break the ice. Right. The kids are like, yeah, we're here. And walk over. They have their fucking moment. They go into his dimension for a hot minute, leave, yeah. and this thing leaves no trace because it was never actually here. Or, yeah. Again, not necessarily my theory, but I don't think the house, theory we the could house use. doesn't necessarily Ooh. have to be the... Well, the reason I say it is because there was no trace. There's no and trace anything of anything. made of metal on which grass, almost, especially a swampy marshland where this Which would almost be. make me think that like, if they're like three feet in front of his house and they cross a barrier into a different dimension, then there's his house. They cross back, closed. So you're saying they could see it through like a dimensional window, cross through it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, there was no indication that, that there was such a thing, but just maybe yeah. something that, it's, uh, again, if it's reality, then you're seeing something that, that's there that might not be in your reality. And if for some reason they can interact with it, which they clearly did because they walked through a little tiny dog door flap or whatever, then, yeah, but because there was no trace evidence of it left over, if it happens to phase into our reality and phase out of the, of theirs, sort of like the Varenish aliens, we had that they had, we had that uh, idea with with uh, with those, where they just kind of pop in and then they kind of pop out. Possibility. I think I'm more likely to believe that, I guess. But there's nothing saying that it couldn't be some sort of alien. Well, the evidence indicating for that would be either they have fucking super sweet hammies and can fucking hop in any fucking gravity, the or gravity that they are from weird. a place where yeah. the gravity is more dense. And let's do, we're calling them wooden a lot. Let's, 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 let's be clear to this. There was wooden slats in their sleeves, and it seemed right. to be a rigid clown-like mask. It could have been made of fucking cobalt. That could have been chiseled from granite. Sure. We don't fucking that really know. That could have been a suit, a containment suit. What's interesting is that the head was no neck and seemed to be like fucking... Colored in, yeah, to the body. Which almost sounds which could like be it could be a really horrific looking astronaut suit. That might be the most right. Metal but they did say that the antennae were wooden as well. Wooden antennae, yeah. yeah. But this is kids assessing what the appearance of something is, very, not necessarily scientifically scientifically testing it. Yeah, to go, it very oh, well. This is fucking maple. Yeah, it very well could just be sure. Some, but then, if we're going to question validity of the kids seeing it, we got to question validity of anything else that they saw. You're absolutely right. You're we correct. do. We do. We do. But but. But it doesn't mean we can't say that they observed antennas that looked to them like wood. And that could be literally what they observed. Right. But they aren't necessarily in a position to ascertain that it is wood. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not if, denying. If some weird space metal. Right. Had, you, go ahead, Chris. No, I'm saying I'm not denying that it's a fact that they're saying what they saw what they said. Right. But those are all facts. Right. But I'm just saying the validity of the actual thing that was there, not what they're, they said they saw. You're right. Yeah. That's, okay. You're that's, absolutely right. Yeah, you, totally. you have to question yeah. everything. 
I mean, on one hand, the literalist in me wants to say there could be some fancy space metal that we don't know about that seems to have yeah, wood like sure. grain and be fucking off brown. But space there's the other wood. possibility that we discussed. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that we discussed in the Casablanca entities, which suggests that maybe all of this is a projection into the minds of a child. Oh, and this thing was maybe yeah. an unthinkable Lovecraftian horror yeah. that if they Ooh, saw, yeah. they would literally just shit their bricks, lose their mind and be forever fucking done. Right. So he tried to appear to them just mercifully for them in an appearance that he thought would be easier to comprehend and maybe even enjoyable for them. Now, by our standards, he yeah. missed the mark considerably. But by ch yeah. child standards of the early 70s, maybe it certainly is better than what it might have been. Maybe normal. And maybe it was this weird, crazy-ass ship that just, here's wallpaper and wood. For, like, if you read a kid's mind and it's like, in their home, they have a space heater and wood furniture. I will put those things there. If they have wallpaper that has, like, a ship's wheel, uh, maybe it looked like a dial you know, real quick. So let's make it look like that to them. And, well, you know the what that reminds alien. me of, which is kind of interesting, is, like, when like we were kids and we had toys and, like, the stickers that would be, like, on the inside of the terodrome. Oh, absolutely. Was like that a, was supposed to be the control yeah, panel. Yeah, but I actually, I remember, I'm pretty sure I remember having like a, like a, like a little kid place that where it was like, there was like a stove and like a fridge. Sure. And then there was like knobs on the stove. It almost sounds like that. Absolutely. Which if you were some sort of being that was looking into it, that was like trying to project something into a kid's head, you'd be like, oh yeah, no, they play with these things all the time. They must totally, you know, know what these are. Wouldn't, you know, fake knobs on the, the wallpaper. Just trying to put things there that yeah. seemed vaguely recognizable totally. and would relax them. Oh, you saying it was like contact. Ugh. Oh, here, here's, if we're going to use movie references, I know Contact is a groaner. Oh, Jesus. But what about Joe Dante's The Explorers? Where yeah. the, the, these kids were, you know, they built a spaceship out of old carnival parts and whatever, yeah, River was, Phoenix and a, you know, up. Oh, yeah. a couple others, to go up in space. But what they met were not, it wasn't like first contact, big deal, species come together. It was other kids that had been watching uh, Earth television. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. it was beckoning. So, what if this is just a kid? What if this is just a kid from a completely different world trying to make itself presentable to children of our world? Maybe because it's just simply fucking lonely. Could be. I, I just, I, I don't mean, know. We don't know. I'm just, yeah. we're doing a bunch of what ifs. But again, it is the visage of a seven foot wooden clown. It might not have all the proportions right. It's true. But the vagary is kind of weird. Like, if you are an alien, then why would you say, like, I'm sort of a ghost? I figure that's a very. Bad. It's not even close to a definition of a ghost. If yeah, you're an alien. No. no. And then why? And then why would you say? Um, he asked him later, like, what would he as again? And he's like, you know, or you he know, answered or, him. What like the fuck does would, that even yeah. mean? Well, that, that sounds like the cryptic shit aliens say all the time to abductees. So he says he's not all a ghost. The time. It's true. Aliens have a, a pattern but then he says of you know. making so no what, sense. What, what else? You, so. What else? Obviously, in the seventies, kids, there's no you know for ultra terrestrials or right. And probably I mean, not for kids today. Would the kids know? I mean, they know what aliens. Uh, and big, he said he's not a ghost. Big feet, yeah. Or it could literally be a response to what was said before. Are you human? No. Are you a ghost? Well, kind of. Specifically, what Sorta. are you? You know, because I just told you, I kind of am like a ghost. So it could have oh, just been him right. saying, "You know." Still, okay. it's fucked up. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so so we're, we're, we're ruling out wooden case horror show human being that is sneaking muffled <laughs> yeah, behind yeah, the mask. Yeah, it's yeah. not a murder. Mr. Microphone and his fucking horrible death shack. I don't want to deal with child murder no, or abduction. No, none of us do. So I don't even want to go there. That's what I'm so. saying. So that's okay. gone. All right, cool. Because that is, has no place in our world. Okay, so uh, demons on the table. Oh, I, I put it on the chair and I apologize. Back on the table. Uh, uh, alien. If it is a demon. 
if it is a demon, right. then we would have had to uh, learn about, and again, I didn't find anything uh, to indicate this, of some nefarious shit happening yeah, to Faye and the boy. Yeah, uh, there's, there's no if agenda for it. having a yeah. horror show of a life or died right. young, then maybe we could say, ooh, this is some weird, terrible setup. Right. But I, there's no one. It, does, it doesn't fit the stories of other demon things. All right, all. So, no. Ultra terrestrial, we're having a hard time with that definition. Because that so, can always be Because it, yes. it can be anything. We talked about it. It could be anything. Me, you, you, me, hands, head. Biological hands, robot. Hands, hands, exactly. Biological robot. Was Biological one of the things robot. put on the table by uh, totally. Mr. Oliver. Yeah. Right. Um, meaning, uh, meaning that extraterrestrial, biological. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that we didn't. Really, we kind of glossed over that, but the whole berry thing. That does. It doesn't. Sounds robotic. Lean, it doesn't make me lean any way though. It's yeah. Just, no. It's just it a sounds, weird fucking. Weird. But what if yeah. it was that, like one of those early Mars probes that just happened to be built as an android with uh, with, oh, a, with an outer with idea. an outer shell that yeah. they thought would somehow be comforting to us, right. and it's there to study the nutrition level in our berries, the pollution content in our water. It's just there. To do exactly what a Mars rover would do, grab minerals, do all the shit it would do, what? except instead of just looking like a little robot yeah. on tracks, it looks like a fucking seven foot nightmare clown. Right. Which is weird. Why, then it, Which why actually, can it just look like a fucking God deer? Damn it, I have my <laughs> like mind, an animal. I have my mind I mean? made up, and then you just kind of changed my mind for me. So, so <laughs> I really did. I was like, interdimensional super being. Like, wait a minute. There's easier ways to, to disguise yourself. Sure, if you sure, know, but there there's is. no one saying. I mean, listen, if we observed a culture whose languages we couldn't understand, whose features seemed anomalous to ours, because who knows what this looks like underneath. And so oh, we yeah, built a mask know. that we thought, we built a, a, like a, a suit that could breathe in the environment that we were going to that we thought looked like them. But to them, looks like a fucking nightmare. But we did the best we could to emulate their features, and we were right. trying to interact and communicate. I'm not saying we ever would. We'd be a lot more cautious, and as human beings, we'd probably fucking pull a dadge and try to destroy them first. But that having been said, yeah, if we no, were trying yeah. to explore there like that, we might make these fundamental mistakes. It's true. It's Especially possible. if we, I mean, now they have this rudimentary, like, app or something where you can translate any language. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. phenomenal. And that's great for the human race and brings us closer to our fucking Picard-esque Star Trek future that I'm longing yeah, for. Yeah, well, me too. But... If, if that's basically the level they're working with and they're just right. talking to some kids, it, it, it would be this tough and weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about that idea, yeah, then, so then, well, then why kids? Well, they happen to be there. Maybe they would have been just as happy yeah. if the workmen came. But why didn't the workmen hear the siren? It's Are true. they denying no. it? Or did... I know they just happened to be there, but like, they why? Were, yeah, they were close, but they, they had no recollection of anything. Or is it a siren call that can only be heard by those that might be willing oh, to by... see beneath the veil, beyond oh. the parameters, oh, the to kids. a new world? Yeah. And the... children have those delightfully open-mindedness that makes Peter Pan fucking work as a story, I guess. The whimsy of a child. The whimsy of a child. There you <laughs> Your go. Your favorite novel Very that you well. are going to write. I'm going to write it. There you go. So, so the whimsy of a child allows them to hear the horrific wailing siren that yeah. brings them to the fucking weird entity that wants to totally. talk to them in vague terms and show them his wicked berry trick. Yeah. And then send them on their fucking way for whatever fucking reason the it might have. The berry trick almost seems like a like a misdirection. What do you think it's like? Hey guys, yeah, but watch for what this. though? Yeah, exactly. Just to just to kind of make the situation a little bit more complicated. Do you think like his assistant like, oh, guys, was look, like watch this. was hiding frozen human cadavers in the back? So he's like burying the eye. <laughs> yeah, don't look Down over the there. He's giving Zornax doing nothing. The shed time to recharge so it can yeah. leave. Yeah, or just it's one of those things that you kind of toss into the equation. You're like, let's just make it weird. Should we all just because agree I think it's sometimes evil? I think sometimes whatever we're dealing with, I don't these know. Things, There's no evil just want to make there. it weird. Yeah, it's true. They just are purposely making What if it, it was weird. a good thing that tried to give us a warning and just didn't know how to do it, so I had to take off? Well, I mean, the space brains of Palos Veritas tried that, and well, that whole... You don't know, a lot of extraterrestrials try to say, stop nuking. 
yeah. be cool. He didn't have that. All right, so I really do like your idea, though. Which one? About being the biological robot, like the the Mars land, the Mars, their version of like the a, rover. I think that's a really cool idea, yeah, because then it's got to like, filter water so it doesn't get sick, and it's got to pop a bear in its ear, and then outside in its mouth. It sounds cool, but I'm going to go to my old... Your old haunt? My old haunt, my old ways. I'm going back to the the streets, as we call it, Rob. The (laughs) streets. I'm going to go with interdimensional. So not that I really have much of a theory. You're really not alone. You say that, and and, and while I've researched this, I've seen more than a few sources that state, well, why not interdimensional? I don't think there's anything to back it up more or less than extraterrestrial. Don't need it. We don't need it. Bear in the eye, one in the mouth. Don't need it. Wow. There it is. Christopher, what do you think? Jesus Christ, I don't know. Are you, oh, you fucking know. the seven foot wooden clown? I guess it, you <laughs> no, is it not you? yet. I don't know yet. Sure? I haven't reached a point in my timeline where I could become it. So is this I, is this your be. is this your slash experiencing my uh, my existential crisis? Yes. Okay. Cool. Sweet. I thought the, so. The clown could be all of us. <gasps> we might merge. Wow. Yeah. You put us all together when, and when we're he, seven foot. When he said there were more of us on Earth, maybe he literally Duh. meant all of us. Oh, Maybe in our hearts we're all yeah, secretly the robot wooden clowns yeah. that are just trying to eat berries in our eyes and fucking God talk to kids. Damn it, we just need hugs. That's all we need. Hug the clown away. Hug, hugs and sandwiches will yeah. be fine. Just a nice sandwich. Or maybe they become the clown in the future. That's why he's like, you know, because it's really them. Oh, oh. Oh, is Faye the clown? Yeah. That would be a terrible oh, transformation. Oh, this needs to be enough Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, 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 it will be a little you bit know. terrible, yeah. And, okay. and as we jokingly mentioned earlier, but we can't rule out, this thing actually looks more like a fucking puppet than anything else yeah, with it a mobile face. Marionette. Marionette, exactly. Who knows what was pulling the strings? Extraterrestrial, something no, divine I know. It in was the Eddie. sky, something oh, nefarious. It was Eddie from Iron Maiden. Yeah. Eddie from yeah. Iron Maiden, exactly. Go. This thing might be manipulated by unseen forces in a very practical way, a way that we would all recognize as marionette manipulation, but right. in a fucking super tech, that would, that weird would, way. That would explain why it's jumping. Yeah. That would totally explain why it's jumping. Oh, what if it's a, a seven-foot wooden, somewhat like sentient, like alive, like I'm like Johnny Five, but it's controlled by an ultra-terrestrial. Oh, oh God damn it. You like that? Yeah. I just said the Satan eyes. Ah, you like that? Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just, a, it is actually a future toy for a race of giants that somehow... <laughs> Got somehow, dimension. somehow breached our reality. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, could well, you could say nailed it, yeah. but Thanks. it's no more absurd no, than anybody else. Because I mean, the inside looks like a dollhouse. It looks like a puppet. So his whole imagine having your sweet GI Joe playset that was intel- semi intelligent. And Mark was saying earlier about how the control yeah. panels were all stickers yeah. back then. No, and I, I just, remember them well. I literally just stopped and just looked at Chris. And I was like, God damn it! Are we? It's are a toy it. for a race of giants. <laughs> I like the race of giants. And we're like <laughs> fucking li- little extra things in a Mattel box that are just there to either enhance yeah. the giant's enjoyment or whatever. We're just nothings. Like if a kid put his playhouse down on the back lawn and ants were to walk up to it right. and the kid could go, oh, hi, Mr. Ant and Mrs. Ant. How you doing? It could be this fucking super invisible ultra terrestrial giant or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is using his fucking weird clown marionette to say, hey, boy and girl, how you doing? Come into my dollhouse. Okay, so did we land on ultra terrestrial giant? Yeah. I think so. Do we? No, I think we all <laughs> finally have a consensus. You're welcome. Chris <laughs> saved the day. Chris fucking As killing it. Chris with the wind. It's fucking Chris storm giants. <laughs> oh my god. If we can't bring it back to Norse mythology, oh, there's no point. 
Obviously, right. it's Storm Giants. <laughs> the toys of Storm Giants fucking with poor English children. Oh, it's funny that Chris is at the very end there. Just the, he pulled oh, it out. Man, he pulled the, out the win. Yep. Jesus, the third-party intervention for the win. God bless him. Dude, nice. ne- you can never take Storm Giants no, off the table either. either. <laughs> Don't do it. All right, so there you go. The Sam the Sandown Ghost Clown, uh, Chris. Across the USA. Pulled it all. Jeez, Chris has brought it all, brought it all together. Yes, it, he did. it took me a while to figure it out, but that's the deal. No, we you know, that's it. the thing. We have to work through the problem. We're yeah. basically, what we are is a think tank that works our way through the paranormal for the benefit of you, dear so listeners. Are, are we doing like, uh, like creepy math or something? It's is creepy math. Is? Creepy math? Okay, cool. Illicit cool. geometry. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Jesus. All right, cool. So there you have it. Thank you for joining us. Uh, as always, the social medias, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, ratings and reviews. Please uh, rate this review on the Apple or rate this show on the Apple they iTunes. Help so fucking much. Apps and whatnot. Stick around after the music because we got some review, uh, some reviews coming up for you. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, we got some merch. Yeah, we do. T Public, check it out. T Public, we got some. It cool is a lot stuff of bang for the buck. There. I yeah. gotta say, I'm really impressed. T Public is pretty sweet. Also, too, we recently launched a big cartel shop. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Even though I love the t-shirts, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, big cartel. We've got some stuff happening there. Uh, as always, the links will be in the description of the show for both those shops uh, and other things we mentioned in the episode. So, thank you for joining us. And oh, jeez, talking to you soon. Oh, fear the Bye. storm giant. It is it really the best theory. In the world. Yeah, no, I yeah. No, you really pulled it through. You did. You're welcome. Thank you. Kudos, sir. <laughs> Kudos. <laughs> I like how you say you welcome, you just give them walk away. Yeah. You're welcome. That's it. All right, cool. Thank you for sticking around for the reviews. Before we get started, Robert, we had to add a little bit to the episode. And what do you have for us? One of the things that I neglected to mention, because as you know, I write this in a fucking all-fired rush as you're on the way to pick me up, is that the father of Faye, known as Mr. Y, actually had some UFO sightings previous to this in the earlier 70s. One involved like two yellowish lights beneath uh, the water of you know I, I assume the ocean and that the the road he was driving on flooded out so he stopped and watched it for a while he said it looked like sea monster eyes the other one's like this big red ufo that was playing amongst the trees but and this is an important caveat he claimed he never told his daughter word one about either of these two experiences so i know seasoned skeptics are going to say oh the dad was a ufo buff the daughter inherited it she made up some crazy shit maybe no. his maybe his seeing unknown things inclined him <clears throat> to be more open to his daughter's uh, account. I don't know, but, yeah. but I don't think that in any way him seeing these anomalous lights, really, that's all they were. Well, sure. Uh, disc makes it makes his daughter and her friend's account uh, any less valid. All so right. I you know, just because I neglected to mention it and it's, it's out there for the research, I wanted people to know that this is part of the story, but not technically part of the story right all right, right cool it does this change either of your perspectives no, on no this? not at all it's still storm giant. still still yep, storm, storm giants giant toys. super marionette cool ultra dollhouse toys okay yep. we got it all right here we go our first review is coming to us from dr <laughs> as above so below oh the best podcast on the bizarre five stars i stumbled upon this podcast and picked up a random episode the varenish aliens episode actually i was instantly hooked i went back to episode one and become a huge fan going through all the episodes even have some merch on the way great work rob i love how you thank you i love how you approach each case from all angles my favorite theory is that nuclear weapons mess with the fabric of time and space interdimensional mayhem and the (laughs) open-minded and i also appreciate the i'm sorry 
I put words in their review here because I lost my spot. The open-mindedness to all the cases is refreshing. The humor and chemistry between you three is what crowns this podcast as a real gem. It gets me through my shifts at work, laughing instead of groaning. Keep up the fantastic work, guys. P.S. Plants can totally feel, although I think of mowing the lawn as a haircut instead of something horrific. LOL. You had me until you brought up plants with emotions. Dr. As above, so below. But... Thank you very much for your Absolutely. Review. And you know what? I wholly agree. I don't think you have a Caligula-esque beheading machine that is mauling the living beings in your lawn. Yeah. I agree. It's a nice high top fade. Yeah, that's Thank you for that kind review. Crocots. Plants do feel, regardless of the facts, regardless. <laughs> yeah. Thank and you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Thank review. you, Doctor. Moving on here, we've got this is from Rodeo Rodeo Cowboy 279 Jelly Bags Dump Cats Danger Holes Five stars (laughs) Danger Hole This is the podcast for you I don't know who you are Or what your interests may be However I do know That this podcast Is what you need In your life As an avid podcast listener This is by far the best one I have ever heard Oh shit Mark Chris And National Treasure Rob Damn straight Dig deep into cryptids and paranormal and interdimensional. Mark and Chris are also national treasures, by the way. I agree with that assertion. I do. This podcast will make you laugh way too hard while at work and even engage you to the point of talking back while you're in your car or at home. You know, I'll pause you for a second. Okay. That's the best sign of anything. Yeah. Whether it's a movie or talk radio or whatever. When you're responding... That's that's yeah. fucking tits up. If I could give this podcast 666 stars, I would because you never take the devil off the table. Ha! Excellent podcast and excellent audio quality as well. Please listen. Hey. Awesome. That was wonderful. I will listen. That was great. I, I, you know, I actually listen to our pods. I don't, you, you know, usually yeah. I don't involve my, if I'm in the process of creating something, usually when it's done, it's fucking done and I don't pay attention. I actually listen to our shit and kind of enjoy it. Is that narcissistic? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I good. listen to our shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is narcissistic. But, but you I, at least are editing it. I listen to um, it while that, I'm drawing. I actually yeah. listen to, to it to the point where I fucking hate both of your voices and I despise mine. Wow. Yeah, it's terrible wow. because I, I have to give it the the listen and then I got to take notes yeah. and then I got to edit it and I have to listen to it again. So I have to listen to the same episode no less than three or four times. So should I really try to bury white it up to make Damn. it easier for you? So by the end of it, I want to punch everybody Fair in, the, in my near vicinity. And bash your own face. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm joking. I love you guys. You're the best. Okay, <laughs> here we go. All right. The next review is coming to us from Bastiat Fan. Best little podcast. Not in Texas. Five stars. Oh, whorehouse be damned. I oh, love yeah. this show. Not only are these stories slash cryptids astonishingly obscure, the guys who share them with us are hilarious. Always fun to listen to, but be careful where you listen. You will laugh a lot out loud. Yeah. Also, That's if, true. You're, if you're like a preschool teacher, Use the headphones. Yeah, this is yeah, not, yeah. It's not, not if safe If you've gotten for, this far uh, into the podcast, you've been listening without headphones, woo! Man, you're going to be in some trouble. All right. Uh, so that's it. That's going to do it for this week's uh, reviews for the podcast. Thank you all very much. Again, I love it is it. always appreciated. Be sure to keep those reviews coming. It helps us out greatly. Uh, and we'll be talking to you very soon. I certainly hope so. You know, barring any unforeseen interdimensional incidents. That's true. But if it does happen, you know what? See you on the other side. Podcast from the other side. No, thank you so much. You guys fucking rule. You make our week. Thank you. We're talking to you.
<laughs> that is patently fucking That's ridiculous. That's how you sound like fucking John Travolta. I do not sound like John Travolta. Oh, oh, geez, look, it's, it's Dropbox. What are you guys? Okay, Rob, so on your desktop, what I'm going to have you do is put the files into the Dropbox. Okay, Marco, I'm going to turn my computer off immediately. Okay, good. <laughs> cool. Don't, don't mess with my hair step while one, you're at it. Step one, turn off computer, right? <laughs> step, all right, Rob, step one, turn your computer off. Don't turn it back on. Yeah. Put the files in the Dropbox. Don't worry about it. You have beautiful hair. Douchebags. <laughs> Douchebag crossword. <laughs> so, what monster did you research this week, Mark? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we um, all fulfill a ang- fucking purpose. Uh, anxiety, uh, depression. Those anger. Are, I think we went uh, over that. Uh, weird ex. I'm having a weird existential crisis. As a matter of fact, Is I don't know where I fit in the universe. And I don't know if I have to. You do fit into the universe. I don't think I have to because you are in the universe. You must fit into the universe by definition. You're I here. I don't, you I, are. I, I, I enjoy I, it. I understand where you're coming from. I just don't feel as though I belong to this earth. Well. That is the name oh. of my new side project. Is it a form of meditation? What yeah, the fuck I know. are you doing? I don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be cool. Oh, brokenmark.com. <laughs> Everyone join up. Are you starting a movement? <laughs> I mean, You know what Mark's got? A case of the 38s. Yeah. That's geez. what he's got. You'll get over it, buddy. You're not even, you're Wait, not yeah. even halfway through your life, I hope. Did you notice how I did that? Yeah. Yeah, so that's all perfect for the end of the episode right Oh, there. I did. That's that was perfect. recorded? Oh, part, part oh, of Jesus it is. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Part of it is.